Arthritis Voices 360, the podcast solving today's most pressing issues in the AI arthritis community. We invite you to take the microphone and share your best tips, triumphs, and inspirations. Whether you are still in search of a diagnosis or a longtime patient, we want to hear from you because we know how much your voices matter. So pull up a chair and have a seat at the table. Hello and welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360. This is a mini episode, which we air every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, United States. But tonight, it's a special one because it's actually an excerpt from a two-part pilot episode that we started airing this past Sunday and that we will continue airing this following Sunday that we call Roomy Rounds. And Roomy Rounds is a breakout series that is part of our AI Arthritis Voices 360 show that we have developed to bring patients and rheumatology professionals to the same table as equals to discuss important community topics that, if solved, would improve communication and positively impact outcomes. So in our first pilot two-part Roomy Rounds series, Kelly Conway who is a co-founder at International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. And myself, we sit down at the table with Dr. Kim, who is a rheumatologist, assistant professor, founder, and director at the Lupus Clinic at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, and Jarek Leong, and he's a master of public health program at St. Louis University. And we discussed communication barriers that currently exist between patients and rheumatologists in the office setting. So in that first episode, in the first half that, that aired, we heard Dr. Kim say a quote, a quote from Dr. Robinson, 80% of clinical outcomes are dependent on social determinants. And those social determinants, they can include things like uh, your income, where you live, access to healthcare, a whole lot of, a whole bunch of different variables. But part of those determinants also includes social support or finding others who understand us, who hear us, who believe us, which uh, if you're living with an AI arthritis disease, you likely are familiar with the fact that that is not always easy to find. So let's listen to this breakout conversation that Kelly and Jarek had about social support as they focus more on the research that Jarek and the Lupus Clinic at WashU did on this topic. We do have Jarek who's here to, to uh, talk about the research that he's conducting on this topic. And Jarek, can you tell us a little bit about your research? Sure. Yeah. So this whole topic and the interest in Dr. Kim's research group and social support started with um, kind of desire to understand the patient perspective um, because it was clear from, I guess, from a scientist research perspective that that the patient's voice is not, does not, was not well understood. Um, And so one of the, the way that we did that was that we actually, we talked to people, we did interviews with people, we and they were on purpose very open-ended. So a lot of the, the kind of guiding philosophy was to talk about with people, with patients living with lupus, actually, specifically, um, which, uh, so the research focuses specifically on lupus, but from what I can gather, from what I've listened to, from, from your other episodes, and what I understand is that the, that 
there's a lot of overlap with the the um, the autoimmune autoinflammatory part. That's kind of the forms the basis of the the main patient's experience. Mm-hmm. So talking to people with lupus, the, we wanted to understand what people's past the diagnosis was and also what the main obstacles in everyday living lupus was. Um, and then from that, we there was kind of one main idea that came out of that, which is that um, people seem to have, or patients seem to have a hard time maintaining or, and obtaining sources of social supports in their lives. And that communication both with their healthcare provider and with their friends and family seems to be a driving force in that um, difficulty of obtaining and maintaining social support. Well, I would say that's really spot on, not just with my personal experience, but also with all the patients in the community that I know uh, through our work with IFAA and also through uh, comments that I receive on my blog as well. Um, and I think that that primary area concern and that that social uh, piece and being able to communicate both with your doctor, both with people around you, have you found any insight into, has anybody sort of stated, you know, well, this is why, or is it that they don't have the support within their local community, or is it, are they seeking relationships online to find support? I know that's how Tiffany and I ended up co-founding IFAA because, you know, we were kind of little islands into ourselves, and through social media, we were able to meet other patients. So have you found any sort of um, solutions or p- potential like concerns that pe- patients pointed out specifically in your research? Yeah, so I think um, I think definitely what you brought up with online groups, that's an area that we're exploring. So using kind of technology as a means to um, seeing how people are using it currently to um, connect with other people because as um, maybe you both know with, with your diagnoses that with lupus people it's it's hard to plan things in advance mm-hmm. so having the ability to having the knowledge capacity to connect with people online um, you can kind of do it from the comfort of your own home from and at any point in time it's um, so we're exploring um, that area and uh, future interventions related to communication um, right. So have you noticed, have, have patients talked to you about anything with online or do they prefer the in-house sort of support? I think it's a mixture. It's, it's from, we actually did, um, we did, we've collected feedback in a few different ways through focus groups, through uh, surveys actually on the specific question, like how do, how do people use the internet? Would they be interested in using the internet to do these sorts of things? And what it comes down to, it's a mixture. I think it goes to a point where um, people like, and this speaks to kind of the, one of the main aspects of living with lupus or similar types of diseases, is that you're going to need if you're someone living with this these one of these diseases, you're going to need different things at different times, right. and you don't know when that's going to be, when that's going to change. But exactly, it has to be yeah. available when when it does change. Right. Um, so having the mixture of methods, the opportunity, for example, to maybe, um, have, maybe there's an events calendar or something like that on an online website and you can organize in-person meetups to do things that maybe aren't specifically about support groups, which is getting people, out of the house almost and just being yeah. with people who understand. Mm-hmm. Because right. 
Um, one thing that we heard about support groups is that maybe it's not always positive to kind of talk about what's going wrong. Maybe you want to talk about something else, but just with someone who understands your experience. To hear more from Dr. Kim and Jarek, myself, Tiffany, and Kelly, as we continue the conversation on the core topic that we brought these rheumatologist professionals to the table to talk about, which is addressing the patient and rheumatology communication barriers in an office setting. The part two will be available on this Sunday, February 16th at 9 a.m. Eastern Central Time. You can find it at aiarthritis.org backslash roomy rounds. That's R-H-E-U-M-Y rounds or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also find part one if you were not able to tune in or you didn't know that we had it. It is also available on these same locations. So the other thing, do not forget, very important, a big part of this concept of the podcast, but especially of these roomy rounds, is that after you listen to the episode, then visit the episode page on our website. That would be aiarthritis.org backslash the roomy round pages. And um, that's where it is your turn to join the conversation. So after you listen to the episode number one and the part two coming up this Sunday, make sure that you go to our website and submit your comments because we take that information, we're going to analyze it, and then we're going to come back again to the conversational table and include your input and together start developing some solutions and resources to these problems. So thank you for tuning in. There's always a seat at the table for you. AI Arthritis Voices 360 is produced by the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. Every Sunday, join Tiffany and her fellow patient co-hosts as they lead discussions in the patient community as well as consult with stakeholders worldwide to solve the problems that matter most. Find us on the web at www.aiarthritis.org.